Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, and welcome back to OMG Podcast. I know the G part is not the same without Aaron here. Welcome back to part two of The Kids Are All Right, still questionable. (laughs) Um, And we are welcoming back our special guest panel today. Lena, would you like to introduce the friends that you brought back for today? Um, this is Lauren. She has a huge zit on her nose. It's great. It looks great. <laughs> this is Corinne, and she's always busy doing soccer. And you are? I'm Lena. And she tells your mama jokes. 24-7. Way too much. Can't stop me. And then I'd like to welcome Jacob Luck back to our show today. He, I'm going to let him introduce himself and who he is and what he does and how he knows all of us. All right, so should I start with how I know them? Or (laughs) let's start with how I know these ladies. Um, They are in a eighth grade journalism slash yearbook slash uh, cultural arts class in middle school here. Slash theater. theater. I'm here with Corinne, and um, it's been a pleasure to teach them this year. Last year I taught Corinne and Lauren. Um, I'm in my third year of teaching now. Um, my first year was a misery when I taught elementary school, uh, but it's been such a gift to teach middle school the last two years during this difficult time. Overall, though, I'm Mr. Luck. I am a theater guru uh, for the last 10 years, and I study theater um, in Greensboro at a university called the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Um, spent a lot of time auditioning for commercials, television shows, and spending a lot of time in uh what we call cattle calls for theater. Had a great time with that and realized that I wanted to go into education. And so here we are, really. Um, so, yeah. And then we knew each other. Yep. Before that. Massage therapy. Yeah. Yep. So it's a little small circle here. It's a small world. It is. Yeah. So I want to, last time we didn't really get down to the nitty gritty of things. So that's my goal today is to get inside of your heads. Really? Isn't that scary? Silly, silly, goofy. (laughs) So I want to start off with a question, and I'm going to start with Corinne. And this question is (laughs) on the fly, Corinne. Uh, Do you feel peer pressure at school? Do you feel like you feel like you are subject to peer pressure all the time? What kind of peer pressure do you feel like is the worst for you? Um, honestly. There's like so much peer pressure going on around in school in general. But for me, I just feel peer pressure with like dress code. And like Mm. if I don't dress correctly or properly, everyone's going to like make fun of me or something like that. So honestly, I just feel with things like that, that's kind of peer pressured me. Yeah. And like also just kids around me saying certain things, you know, that's a lot of peer pressure as well. Just like, oh, my God, you're like so lame that you didn't that you're not doing this or blah, 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 like stuff like that. It's just girl, who do I need to go see? (laughs) Sorry about that. 
I always felt peer pressure about clothes. Yeah. That was my thing. Like I never had the name brand and always wanted the name brand. And I was always like, wish that I had had the clothes that a lot of the other girls that had more money. Oh, me too. Mm, yeah. Me too. Especially for like yeah. things like Lululemon. Like oh, I see so many girls around school carrying bags like that just to show off the fact that they bought Lululemon. Yeah. Overpriced. They, they carry around these little like teeny tiny like Lululemon bags. I don't even lunch? know what they put in them. They're but... lunch. That's their like lunch. That's their lunch. Yeah. They put a cheese snack in there. Yeah. A cheese stick <laughs> and an apple. <laughs> cheese stick and an apple. Probably you can only fit in there. So do you feel peer pressure at all, Lena? Well, in this council, like getting assignments done and how the mm-hmm. teachers kind of pressure you, not you in general, but like some teachers are like, oh, this project is due like tomorrow. And mm-hmm. like they just told us about it. Sometimes that happens or just when they tell us that this like huge essay we're going to do and it's due like in a few days. And it's so I don't like. I'm really slow and I normally get assignments done like too late. <laughs> so I try to get them done. It's just hard because the teachers are kind of like, can you get this done now or you're going to use your on it? Stuff like that. Well, that's kind of like academic pressure, but not so much from right. other people unless you like your other peers, unless you feel like you have to do as well or better than them. But you don't feel like you have to dress a certain way or act a certain way in order to fit in. Or no, I just wear what I want to wear, mm-hmm. like jeans and a t-shirt or a sweater or whatever. I don't really care. That's good. How about you, Lauren? Um, I think I felt more peer pressure in like sixth grade because now I sort of have my like own sense of style. And but in sixth grade, I feel like I was probably more popular, and I dressed really differently and I acted really differently to stay popular. And I don't really, I don't really face that kind of peer pressure anymore. But, but now, <laughs> but now it's um, like if someone makes a joke that I don't really think is funny or that I don't really agree with, I sort of just feel like peer pressure to like laugh at it, anyways. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I feel like people are just gonna make fun of me. Yeah, Lena and I were talking about that from the bus ride the other day that some boy was calling a girl fat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mm-mm. did you stand up for her? And she was like, mm-hmm. you know, there's that fear of like standing up for other Fears. people because you don't want them to say stuff about mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But then you've left that person kind of alienated. And how are they feeling about being called fat? Well, on the on the bus that we all ride together, there was definitely a mm-hmm. group of guys. I try to say yeah, stuff. Yeah, we as definitely tell them that that's not. Yeah. Probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah but they mm. like again, they're boys. They yeah, don't well, care. I've and it's definitely not. been called fat by them several times. What? I've yeah. been called lesbian. Yeah, they call us lesbians. Well, I and to speak to that, <laughs> I think a boy's behavior is just a reflection of how they feel. Exactly. Because they may like boys. And so (laughs) they're pushing this on you um, as a middle school, especially. I mean, at 13, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I liked. Yeah. Shoot, I was just trying to figure out this Facebook thing that just came out. Right. I mean, MySpace. MySpace, right? (laughs) Um, And so I think that I try to tell my students all the time. I had two young ladies this week who got into it in flag football out in PE. And I told her, I said, her behavior is a reflection of how she feels. If she's cussing at you, calling you names and being aggressive with you, she's losing control within. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you have to set the tone for you and not 
play her game. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so same with you all. Don't boys or girls or anybody in between, wherever you're at, I, I don't think that you should play that game. No. So that's how I feel about that. Yeah. It bothers yeah. me. So, Mr. Locke. Yes. So what led you to teaching middle school specifically or teaching kids in general? Because, I mean, sometimes they're all right and sometimes the kids just ain't all right. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually wrote down my answers. And so I'll kind of interpret, go with what I said. Um, I taught elementary school the first year. Mm -hmm. It was there was two vacancies, a middle school theater position um, and then an elementary theater vacancy. And um, I started teaching the year we went home for COVID-19. Um, and so I started self-reflecting, you know, we were home for two months, hadn't had a haircut, you know, I actually saved a lot of money during the pandemic because I just wasn't going out and spending money. But I realized that for me, it was important for students to be able to understand, understand my skill set because I didn't study education. Mm -hmm. Most of their teachers studied education. Right. And they had master's degrees and PhDs. And like, I, Nobody taught me how to teach. Mm -hmm. And so I learned theater by, like I tell the students, like riding a bike. You know, in order to ride a bike, you just have to hop on and go for it and fall off many times. And that's my teaching philosophy with theater, at least. So Corinne knows that. And then with you two in journalism, um, I worked at the radio station here in town. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, well, you pilot this class. And so some of the, did you ask what the struggles are so far with it or just? Not yet. Okay. So just what Why specifically you, led me to it. Yeah. So this middle school that I now teach at with these young, young ladies, um, they were like, you know, we want you to teach theater, but we want you to pilot this cultural arts class, this mm-hmm. journalism class. We don't have enough arts classes. It was visual arts. That was it. Mm-hmm. So long story short, um, they asked me to do that. And uh, I said, sure. And I have, 12 classes now here in middle school. You basically created the program there. I did. So I've established a program. I kind of planted the seeds. Uh, Matter of fact, I was let go. Uh, They cut me on the first day last year of school. Um, So I was fired. I lost my job and I was hired in April. So I came in in August to like put my room together and they were like, we're sorry. You won't won't have to go. (laughs) Yeah. They were like, we hate to tell you this on your first day of school, but we're not going to be able to have you here at our school this year. Can you imagine, girls, if he had not been there? Oh, my gosh. And so, and this was last year uh, when we were still virtual and all that. And so I I literally got in the car. I drove to the sign and I just lost it because I was like, how? Like, what am I going to do? All the vacancies were filled. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they called me two days later. I made some phone calls. We pulled some teeth um, and they were able to keep me for the year. So I'll get into all that later. But that's awesome. Yep. We're glad. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, girls, what do you think is the biggest challenge for kids your age right now, Lauren? I don't know. I think it's probably just, like, learning how to go back to school and, like, talk to people. At least for me, because after 
after we had been out of school for like a year and a half, I was so socially awkward because uh-huh. the only people that I had talked to were Corinne and Lena. So I and, just and we know they're awkward. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're both they're both probably more awkward than Love me. You. <laughs> and I I just I I had to learn to like socialize with people again. Mm-hmm. How about you, Corinne? Did you repeat the question? Yeah. What's the biggest challenge for kids right now? Social media. Okay. Um, so what's your, what do you feel like your relationship with social media is? Is it pressure? It's so much like social media has had such a negative effect on me in general and it's not like helpful. But then again, if I stopped social media in general, I'd lose friends. Mm. Like it's just, it's literally a line of you stop social media. You have no friends. And like, and Lauren and Lena, hopefully wouldn't drop me if I stopped social media, but I don't think they would because I ride the bus and I go like, in general, I just go everywhere with them. But like, if I stop social media, no one would talk to me. Like yeah. even at school still. Wow. Because I don't have Snapchat, but I know they do. And it's like, they talked to just like so many people using Snapchat. And if you stopped using that, like you would definitely not communicate with so many people that you used to. And like, Social media also like cyberbullying as well. Like just being called names on social media has happened to me, and it's just so disrespectful, especially from boys. Like no, no female deserves that. Like mm-hmm. at all, at all in general. Like no one deserves that to be called names or anything. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. um, Lauren. How you were saying? Like if I stopped using Snapchat, that would like no one talked to me anymore. That actually happened when we went in lockdown. I uh, stopped using Snapchat for a while because I just didn't want to talk to anybody. And I did lose a lot of friends. Be- well, I think it was just because I wasn't talking to them. And I didn't really post anywhere uh, or on anything. So, like, the only friends I had was- were you guys because I didn't really talk to anybody else. So, but I also think that some kids and what they deal with, like, a lot of middle schoolers high schoolers you know they have anxiety or depression or adhd those things can really you know <laughs> affect people um especially in school mm-hmm. it feels like almost everybody has like low-grade anxiety these days oh, everybody yeah. mm-hmm. especially because of peer pressure from parents a yeah. lot of kids feel that there's expectations yeah. especially like if you're if your dad or mom was like a straight a student and they were an athlete as well like they expect so much out of you and you can bring so little because you struggle with education more than them mm-hmm. yet they expect you to be able to like live up to them but you can't because you are mm-hmm. not them and right. some parents try to live through their kids <laughs> all of them some of the time exactly mm-hmm. and it's just like i don't want to do i don't want to do this yet your parent is like do it you have right. to like i like you're afraid they'll be disappointed in you mm-hmm. if you don't do it. And you'll, you're just afraid in general of disappointing them. Cause whenever the parents pull out the disappointment card, that's when things get real. <laughs> I'm not, that's I'm when not, things I'm get not real. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Exactly. Like, especially like, I don't care if you're mad at me, like you can be mad at me. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to cry. But if you pull the disappointment card, especially for people that never yell at you, like my dad, like when he yells at me, I start crying right on the spot because it's just like different (laughs) than when your mom yells at you. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I just feel it's different than it is. Well, and can we point out they take more classes than a college freshman? 
Yeah, that's um, true. Per semester. I mean, we're talking a college student on average has six classes, right? Max. Max, mm -hmm. if you're doing three credit hours, so that would be 18. You all are taking, some of you are taking eight, seven, eight. Yeah, you don't even take that many in high school. Because we have, well, we have some, most people have three electives mm -hmm. and then PE, unless you're in like band or something. And you have band and one elective. Right. And so, and I think that speaks to us as their elective teachers. What are we willing to risk versus what is the reward here? Mm -hmm. Are we? Is it really about their grade when you come to Encore class? Really? Right. Because yeah, it's... Is it really? I mean, because last year it became a checklist mm -hmm. of what they had to do every week. We were, you know, given one assignment per week. And this year I've just said, I've let go. I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? It's not about the grade in my class. Yeah. Because you get that from every other teacher in this school building. Yeah, it should be about like exploring your mm -hmm. interest and finding out like, do I like this or do I not like and this? And Lena like, spoke to academic pressure. You know, I often find the students questioning me mm. about what is What's required. My What's my grade? Well, exactly. Mr. Love, what, what do I need to do? How long does this need to be? Um, what are the parameters of this assignment? And I'm saying nothing. Mm -hmm. But... Y'all struggle with that. And I had a teacher yeah. in seventh grade, mm -hmm. uh, my ELA teacher, at least every day we had a new assignment every day. And it's not like, it's not like one like little assignment. It's three assignments oh, due yeah. this week. Right. Do like in uh, one week. In seventh grade when we were virtual, I did chorus. I did chorus for six and seventh. And <laughs> sometimes we had to like submit singing and I didn't like doing that I liked better in person because you had other people like singing with you so I felt more comfortable and I was just like why do I need to submit this like what does this have to do with me going to college if I'm not going to do this as like an actual career choice and again that elective class mm -hmm. you're not taking chorus because you want to be a professional singer you're not taking theater because you want to be an actor Taking this will make you a better person. Exactly. And your yeah. teacher's got to understand that. Well, well-rounded. Like, most most yeah. people view like your electives or encores as like an extra class. Like, well, not an extra class, but just like a fun time. I feel like they don't take it as seriously. To like mm -hmm. get away from work. Yeah, you know? to get away. Yeah, to get away that's from all the pressures well, of like your core classes. Mm -hmm. you and that's how I view it for you all. It's your 45 minutes every other day to relax, mm -hmm. to decompress. And mm -hmm. I can speak to that a lot later, but that's been my strategy this year. And I've caught a lot of flack mm -hmm. from, from my coworkers about it, but I challenged them to do it mm -hmm. because it's all, oh, you just want to be the cool teacher. No, I'm actually trying to listen to my students and hear them for once instead of telling them what they should be doing, mm -hmm. you know? So on that note, Mr. Locke, when you were their age, mm -hmm. what do you think were your pressures? I remember making an animated graphic video on a really old computer in seventh grade in 2010 about how you could be a football player and be in band. Mm -hmm. So we didn't have the access to social media as they do. Um, so we learned everything on the school bus or in the classrooms. All the peer pressure was within the school building, not outside of the mm -hmm. school building. And so I was really struggling. I had a father at the time um, and we didn't have a really good relationship. And so I felt very pressured to play football because I was just really good at it. As Corinne is very good at soccer, right? There was an expectation Jacob Luck would play football. Mm -hmm. 
But then there was that other side of me that was this band student who just, like Lena said, I just love playing my instrument. It wasn't about becoming a professional musician. It was just I loved playing my instrument. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with percussion, which is drums, mm -hmm. cymbals, all the crazy stuff that fits my personality. Um, and so um, that was my stressor. Do, do I, as you said, do I hang out with people who wear Lululemon? Um, at the time, it was Under Armour, I think, was the big thing. Do I hang out with those people in the gym and throw stuff at people and call them every name in the book? Or do I sit in Jacob's corner and go sit in the band room and go hang out in the back of the band room? And eventually what happened was I was going to the back of the band room. Mm. Um, and so that was our peer pressure was fitting into these subgroups of within the school building. Mm -hmm. So literally like your jocks, your artists, and then your really smart students. And I knew I wasn't really smart. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of the pressure at the time. So it was parental pressure and then yeah. pressure in school as mm -hmm. well. Parental pressure for sure. Right. Still all the politics though. Like if mom or dad played baseball, you were going to play baseball. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't, Hey, do you want to play? No, you're playing. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Just like Corinne said, like living yeah. vicariously. Through yep. Oh yeah. And it's so yep. annoying sometimes. <laughs> well, and here's the other thing. My father and my grandfather went to the same school. Oh, so their so name was on the wall. So there was an expectation. And my older brother was also very good at sports. Mm. So it was there was no question that I was not going to play sports. Right. It was just a given. So, girls, I'm going to start with Lauren because I know this is going to be your favorite question. Okay, I think I know what question it is <laughs> just from that. What is your favorite book and why? Oh, okay. good question. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it changes. Okay. It's, it changes a lot. But at the time of writing my responses, it was a catcher in the rye mm. because... That was like a book I had just read, but it really affected me. It was, it was like, it was very sad because it talked a lot about like depression and <laughs> it was, it was a very sad book, but I really loved it because it was just kind of like a teenager living his life. Mm. It, I don't know. It kind of just like helped me know that I don't have to do anything like something amazing or incredible. I can mm. just like be a person that's fine yeah absolutely oh, so good yeah so good how about you Karan? so for this question i had two answers because one was like for the book like right now at this time and one was like all-time favorite book okay so for right now at this time i'd probably say i will always write back which lauren has also read and <laughs> told me it was very good and it's just because it talks about struggles between two different people in two different areas one person in africa one person here and the different struggles he had to have and she had she didn't have as many struggles as him because he was poor, living in Africa, no, not much money, uh, no, not much clothes, had one pair of clothes, no shoes, and it was different, and she started helping him. So it's just like how you can help someone smallly through different things. Mm. And then favorite book of all time, Harry Potter, hands down. <laughs> like, what is that? Have you heard of Harry Potter? No, I don't like, think I've ever. I don't think I've ever seen that's it. A, that's, it's, a, that's a pretty underground book. And it's, oh. and it's just because, like, it, it was before like Harry Potter became like a whole popular thing. It's because you're I'm, so cool, Karen. Yeah, like, you liked it before it was cool. And I started it probably in third grade. Finished it around fourth grade, and maybe like end of fourth grade year, I would say. And it was just so good. Like it had like a homey feel too. Mm -hmm. Like it's just like I wanted to escape this reality and go to that reality because yeah. it was just like. I just wanted to go there. Like, there's no, re no reasons. I just wanted to go there. Like, well, you can go there at Disney now, apparently. Disney and it's on Broadway. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's on Broadway too. It's on Broadway. 
Oh. I have to go to Broadway again, guys. <laughs> it's on Broadway. Um, I put I I said Hunger Games because that's like the first book that like got me into reading. It was in sixth grade, and I just taken it off. You know, my sixth grade ELA teacher's bookshelf and read it, and I became obsessed with it. And then I had watched the movies recently because I didn't know like like some of those movies. They're not anywhere for some reason, like mm-hmm. only on DVD and there's not really on any streaming things. But um, I watched them and became obsessed. And But I don't really have like um, a favorite book right now. I don't think. I just read books. I don't really pick and choose because okay. I kind of like them all. Yeah, oh. once I read. My latest favorite book was Educated. Mm. My mom loves that book. So Did good. you read it? Yes. Have you read it as I've well? I read it. Read it last summer. Yeah, it was so. amazing. I gave it to Lena to read. So mm. you girls can read it afterwards if you want. Or have you already read it? I have not. Read I have it. a copy at home if you want it for free. I'll give it to you. It's really, it's yeah. really a good book. Found yeah. it at a yard sale and I. My mom took was like, it. <laughs> I was like, we're buying crazy. this again. Yeah. She loves <clears> it. So do you have a favorite book? Um, I love self help books because mm-hmm. I feel like I with my history i and i can speak to that but um just self-help in general i'm very hard on myself so mm-hmm. i just read a book called wallowing mm-hmm. with a w in parentheses and it was talking about allowing ah. and not suppressing your feelings yeah. and allowing to feel those feelings of whatever, whatever. yeah whatever um and the key word was allow mm-hmm. allow yourself to feel those sad thoughts, those, yeah. those bad thoughts. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. uh, we became so focused on like, just have a positive mindset, just think positive, mm-hmm. just say positive things, but you know, we are dual human beings, so we're not going to be happy all the time. Nope. It's very difficult to be like 100% positive about everything you're doing. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. just to allow ourselves to like be in the moment of whatever is happening in life. Right. Like. If something happened to your dog, you're not going to be happy about that. There's no really like silver <laughs> lining. That's, that's that's how it is, though. I mean, that's the world, right? It's mm-hmm. literally one of our family friends died. When was that game? When was our game? Football Wednesday? We had a football game Wednesday. And like first thing my mom tells me when I walk up at the gate to see her is so-and-so, you know, took their life today. Oh, no. And I. You know, we just saw the guy three weeks ago mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, it still exists. Like people have depression and, oh, yeah. and people sometimes won't go talk. Mm-hmm. They feel like that is the way out. And, um, I just stopped in my tracks cause I just had like the best day ever at work. Mm-hmm. We won, like our football team was doing really well and, you know, come to see mom to give her a hug and say, how are you? Love you. You know, I'm going to go talk to the boys and like you get hit with that. And all I've thought about all week is that is that guy, right? Yeah, of course. So it's real. Yeah, and I think now there's so much more language around like anxiety and depression and mm-hmm. things that in my time <laughs> we didn't have a language for. You know, you just need to get up and get out the door. Yep. And um, I had a horrible teacher in third grade. Mm. She picked on me and she did not like me. I don't know why. And in fourth grade, my mother told me, I don't even remember doing this, but my mother told me that I would cry every morning and beg not to go to school. But I had a great fourth grade teacher. I loved her. So obviously had PTSD. You did. 
from my third grade teacher, but I didn't, we didn't have the language for it. You Can know? I say something about that? Yes. Yeah. Last week I had a drama student who avoided coming to school because they didn't want to perform. Mm. The student was like telling mom that they felt sick and that they really didn't, they were really dragging their feet. And mom ended up writing me a letter. They had missed three of my classes mm. in a row. And it's either Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday. So I called mom and said, what's going on? And they were like, well, they don't want to perform in front of others because they're uncomfortable with mm-hmm. their body right now. They're transitioning, oh. okay. um, transitioning to a male. And so I said, oh, okay, we'll just do it in private or they can video it to me. Mm-hmm. But I just hate that that conversation couldn't have been started with the student because they felt so much peer pressure yeah. again to just get up there and do it because everybody else can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I feel like there's like a lot more tolerance for mental illness now. Like mm-hmm. people are much more aware of it, but at the same time, there's a lot of other new factors that can cause mental illness, like social media mm-hmm. and sort of like feeling alone or isolated during the pandemic. And I think it's good that people are more like aware of mental illness now and you can sort of like help yourself instead of feeling like you're the only one who's suffering. Yeah. And sometimes it feels good just to be able to have the words and be able to talk to other people like, man, my anxiety is off the chain today. I don't know what's going on. And sometimes when you can just say it, right, it helps you to kind of like, okay, I let that out now. Wednesday, I moved classrooms for the sixth time in two years. And I woke up with just the most anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I had to remind myself as I walk in the school building today, I can only control what's going on in my room. And so when we when I got to school, you know, everything was great. Students helped me move, you know, but I was worried about everything else Mm -hmm. as into as to hurt my students feelings because I was moving what they don't know is I was moving to get away from that environment mm-hmm. inside the school building. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just for them. It was actually for me, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not I mean, I think it starts well before your age. Mm-hmm. Oh, for I sure. Think. I think it starts when you're all the way from a toddler to an adult. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Brenda said, she had a horrible, like, tyrant of a third grade teacher. <laughs> Girl, I had therapy after that. <laughs> like in the last 10 years, I had to have therapy about that. Just wow, that bad. It was bad. I mean, the way that it affected me, it was bad because I was always pretty sensitive. Yeah, I, was, I went to therapy this summer about um, like attention seeking mm-hmm. because for the last several years as an actor, a want aspiring actor, you have to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. But what it turned into was just this out of control attention, need for attention. Same with Snapchat. I can't delete it. I'm stuck mm. and and it's there. It's, it's there. I'm kind of working on ways to navigate how to use social media as a tool like I am now with all of you and not as attention. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> look, at me. Look, what, look what Mr. Luck's doing. Because I could go post pictures of myself all over yeah. social media, but I'm not really using it as a tool. Right. All right. You girls ready for another question? Mm-hmm. Let's see. If you could do anything in the world, mm-hmm. Lena, like for what you want to do whenever you grow up, what would you do and why? Um, and this, it can change, of course. Well, I don't really know what I want to do. That's okay. Well, what would you want to do that would just be fun? Like whenever I was your age, I wanted to be a horse jockey. Music teacher. Uh, you want to be a music teacher? Yep. 
if this like kind of counts like travel the world and just take pictures like photography so and stuff we, like that so you need to be a photographer and uh influencer <laughs> that's cool yeah. i would like to do that as well <laughs> <laughs> okay. what about you corinne okay well uh, i would like to be a teacher and i know really? a lot of people don't want to be a teacher and it's just because first off my grandma and my mom are both teachers mm-hmm. and my grandma still kind of she used to sub but since covid she kind of stopped but um, I want to be a teacher because a lot of people don't want to be teachers anymore because they hate kids now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't I don't really like kids that much, but I... <laughs> Older teachers don't want to be teachers because of kids. But I want to help people because even though teachers don't make a good salary or like like they deserve a good salary, because without teachers, what would, what would you do? Like, yeah, exactly. seriously. You'd teachers be, are very necessary. I would have to teach you and then you wouldn't learn anything. Exactly. So. <laughs> and so like, that's why I want to be a teacher is to help people who need help with things and like I want to be a social studies teacher because that's like kind of a class that you can make from boring into fun like my social studies teacher she is super fun super energetic I I love her her. and it's just so amazing having her and like Lauren's social studies teacher he seems so fun too yeah he dressed up in a uh, pirate costume (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so I just want to be a teacher and then I would just I kind of want to help pollution too like help with pollution like I would like to pick up as much as I can, even though I'm not very good at Karin, recycling things. Karin. Shut up, Lena. We at the bus stop. She literally <laughs> <laughs> told her to pick it put up. it in your book bag and like, take it you with you. Might want to start with that. <laughs> <laughs> told her to pick it up. She didn't. <laughs> Worked your way up from there. She's always angry in the morning. It scares me. <laughs> All right, Lauren. How about you? Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I, on my on my thing, I put like end climate change. <laughs> Uh, but I felt like that's a, that's a pretty lofty that's a, goal. That's big. Like I I would definitely like to do that. I would, like Corinne said, I would like to do something that helps the planet because it's like it's in a bad state right now. It sure is. Uh-huh. And I agree so with that. I said I said more realistically, maybe become like a park ranger or a conservationist or a biologist, something to do with like animals and nature to help that. To help animals in nature. Cool. I like that. Zoology, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could still become a writer and like write about that yeah. stuff. You yeah. could write about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Good, yeah. yeah. So you wanted to be a band teacher? I wanted to be a music teacher music initially. Teacher. Music teacher. That evolved into wanting to be a uh, culinary artist. No. Oh. Um, going to Johnson. And, it's not Johnson. Johnson, is it? Mm-hmm. No, that might be an insurance company. I don't remember. What's the Johnson C. Wells? Okay. Is that the, I wanted to be a culinary artist. And then that evolved into wanting to become an actor. And then that evolved into uh, wanting to become a teacher. Dropped out of the teacher program. Said, no, I'm not going to do teaching. Wanted to be an actor. Yeah, I lied. The universe slapped me in the face when I graduated and said, you a teacher. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So I had no choice but to teach. So it seems. And I don't regret it. Um, but that's not what I want to be when I grow up. When I grow up, I want to be a therapist. Nice. Specifically a school therapist, yeah. school my counselor. counselor. My stepmom, she's a school therapist. At, mm-hmm. Like, I think, I don't know what it's called, but she works at NC State for it. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. Yeah. That was another one of my, like, dream careers is to be, like, a child psychologist mm-hmm. or therapist. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of times, like, children with mental illnesses kind of get thrown to the side because you know what can a what can a little seven-year-old have wrong with their brain 
but it's like a lot. A lot can be happening to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, Jacob, can you tell us about some of the challenges that you've had with COVID, like teaching during COVID? Because you taught when everybody was virtual. Mm -hmm. Now everybody's back at school, which is also probably challenging. It is. We probably last year, the end of last year was more challenging because it was a little bit more. Well, and you all spoke to it earlier about the social socialization. We talked about it among my group of um, coworkers that I would say that I'm kind of in a you know little group with. Mm-hmm. We talk, right? Just like you all, we talk at lunch. And that is the biggest struggle at our school. They don't get any social time. Everything is yeah, pressed in the day to where traditionally they used to come into school and go to the gym or the commons and socialize and okay. get that time. I'm going to take a pause on this because oh. I want to talk about the TikTok challenges. Oh. Finally, I've been waiting since yesterday. Girl, that's why they got no alone time because they can't be trusted. <laughs> slapping the teachers. We had a whole. Oh, and Mr. That. Luck was slapped. I was slapped, and the student was suspended. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you would After do. After we're done, can you tell me what? <laughs> <laughs> Confidentiality. I cannot tell you. All I will say is I'm very close with the student, oh. and so, so I they was felt like they could correct. That student's going through a lot right now, uh, specifically loss. Aww. And so they saw it as a, I'm just joking with you, Mr. Luck. Yeah. And unfortunately, they did it twice. What? So I get, and that's the thing about me. I'm telling you, though, if, if you did that to an older teacher, yeah, older, I don't know what would happen. Older teachers seem to just like hate their students. And it's not that I don't take my job seriously. It's just that I trust the student. So I said, was that an accident? Yes, it was, Mr. Luck. Okay, great. We'll try again tomorrow. Next day, slaps again. I said, all right, so now we're going to get wrote up. Um, and the student proceeded to flip me off and started giggling and said, you know, I want to go home. And so at that case, I had to contact the parent and go through the protocol. Long wow. story short, do not follow the TikTok challenge. It will not make your teacher like you. It will give us a headache. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the challenges. That was What's the one that I was going to talk about. That's what I was in the yeah. car and you didn't. The biggest challenge, in we, my opinion, is accessing them. Mm-hmm. They are so manipulated. And even we as teachers are manipulated by this. I'm trying to access them and meet them in the room. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that. The teachers um, sent out some email to the other teachers about there was this list of TikTok trends. Somehow they <laughs> knew what was going to happen in those months, which confused me. I was like. Do they know the future? Okay, how did that even happen? How did that evolve? Look, the students knew about those challenges. Yeah, how did like how did the teachers just come up with them just so we could do it? There are teachers who are more interested in being involved in what you're gonna do instead of meeting you at the door with where you're at. It's like October, slap a teacher. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. When was this discussed? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Like, when was this discussed on TikTok? I didn't. So I'm gonna say, girls. Don't slap your teacher. <laughs> Good no, no. And don't steal anything from the school. Yeah. I'll give you stuff. You can come to the treasure chest in my room and take whatever you want. No, I, no, I just have a bunch of junk. I'm thinking oh. about just doing like a yard sale. I'm going to have so much junk. I'm going to take a screwdriver to school and unscrew the bathroom door. I'll steal that. Someone did that. Girl, don't say that. You're on camera. Someone did that. It was that. sarcasm. It was sarcasm. Someone did that uh, to one of me and Lena's teachers. Oh, and, and, and she was literally like, if you want soap, just ask me. I'll give it to you. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't bring a screwdriver and unscrew my soap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Do you want to continue or? <laughs> I will. I will. Um, I don't know what the time is, but um, back to just accessing you all. I am, even yesterday, I sat down last night really fast and just said, okay, how can I access students this week with this lesson plan? Um, so I'm trying to get more in, involved in that communication piece and come to class and share some things first before we, let me find it, before we get off topic. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I hope so. I'm sorry. So one last question for you girls, because I think we're getting close when, to the end. We need to wrap things up. Mm-hmm. So tell me one thing that like gets you really, makes you really happy. Corinne knows right off the bat. Corinne I got three things. Okay. Oh, okay. The rain, because the rain has such a feel. It does. And it's like a it's great a smell, it's too. It's nice. It's such a nice smell. Mm-hmm. Coffee. Mm. They don't, they don't. Girl, you drink coffee? I do. <laughs> she had two cups today. She don't need coffee. I'll bring you coffee sometime, Corinne. I, I love I it. I, any kind of coffee, I'll try it, and I'll like it. And then I write poems. Cause yes. Poetry. Yes, we're gonna do one oh, poem no. to take take poem. us out. Whenever. I got a poem. So pull up one poem. 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 All right. Um, Lena, um, really happy. Um, since Corinne didn't say it, I said hanging out with them. Aww, <laughs> um, so she's the ringleader. Yeah, you know doom. they're funny. I guess you know they make, they make <laughs> me laugh. And um, also, no, no, that's it. Or like just like seeing funny videos on TikTok, they make me laugh. They make me happy, you know. Nothing about me. Nothing about you. Awesome. Um, okay, Lauren. Uh, for me, what makes me happy? <laughs> for me, what makes me happy is I was also gonna say the rain. Actually, I love the rain. Mm-hmm. But um, like taking care of myself, like just like if I'm feeling upset, I'll clean my room. I'll like do a face mask. I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll just like yes. make my bed, you know, make myself a nice meal. It makes me feel a lot better. That's awesome. I want to do face mask in class. In class. <laughs> Wouldn't that be class, fun? Yeah. Class. Yeah. I think I had a stroke. That's all right. <laughs> That'd be funny. What in makes class. you really happy? Family. Yeah. Um, my fiance. We just booked a cruise last night <gasps> for our honeymoon. Oh, I've never been on a boat uh, in the middle of the ocean. I hate boats. Um, <laughs> So I just enjoy family. I enjoy, I often think about the future and traveling. So I, traveling is the word there that I'm trying to find. Yeah. I love to travel. So I'm already planning a bunch of vacations. Yeah. And things that make me really happy are mm-hmm. hanging out with my friends. Oh, yeah. And my kids. People. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and traveling. I do love to travel. Yeah. There's something about the experience of just like going somewhere and being somewhere different. And traveling without internet and cellular connection. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's um, that's challenging. <laughs> here we go, social media. Mm-hmm. Let's see if a big boat Challenge. will cut it off. Well, yeah. Corinne and I, our families go camping at the New River. She doesn't like camping. Doesn't even try to invite me. We they have invited like, her. This is a sore subject. Whatever. Um, but you know, there's a world like in the middle of the mountains. Mm-hmm. There's no really like connection up there. So we gotta find things to do. We connection with nature. That's yeah. fine. Go fish. Yeah. yeah. Connect with nature while you're there. Because mm-hmm. I love being out in the woods. Yeah. Especially barefoot. Mm-hmm. I like being barefoot in nature. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my my dad tells me not to be barefoot in the woods because there's so much broken glass. <laughs> oh god. I like it. Put your what feet in the river or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I got it, guys. 
Okay. I'll take us out with a poem. Yeah. So this kind of poem here. so shockingly, this kind of actually relates to what you guys were talking about earlier with cool. um just read your poem. Okay. I'll read my poem. <laughs> read Ready? Your poem. Okay. She she stares at herself in the mirror with tears running down her cheeks and is reminded of all the fighting, screaming, blood scars, yelling, and telling herself it'll be okay. But now she knows that it's life and life will never be okay because life isn't easy. It's meant to be hard and it's meant to be, and it's not meant to be okay all the time. Life is not the same as others. Everyone is different, yet they can also be the same. But she knows that now that her life was never and never will be okay. As she looks at herself in the mirror every day, wishing she could just be okay. Wow, that was Aww. really that was okay. really deep. That was really sad. Depressing. We need a poetry club. <laughs> yeah, yeah poems are at, so sad. At school. Your poems. poetry club. My poems. poems. But this relates to what we were talking about earlier. How no one's okay. Yeah, yeah. No and one's you're like reminded every day when you look at yourself in the mirror, you are reminded every day that you are not okay, and your life. It's either okay or it's Horrible. not okay. Horrible. There is no in between. How old are you? I'm 13. Girl, you know her age. <laughs> I think we need to go to school and they need to teach us. I think that needs to be, yeah. Sit down. Take a seat. You're so wise, Carmen. Thank you. you. Are. Thank you. If only up. teachers would listen to you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so true. Mm. All right, everybody. I All really right. appreciate you guys being here yes. and being our guests on the show for I, us. Thank you for time. having us. Thank yeah, I appreciate us. being guests on this. It's very fun. Oh, yeah. I might have to do it again sometime. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Talk some of the deep stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we'll share some more poems, guys. All right. <laughs> poems. All right. Well, we will see you on the next episode of Oh, oh Peace out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's Voices. Amplified.